Don't let anyone eat you out of house and home to supersize and grow your business. Sharon Hornelstrom here, and our idiom today is eat you out of house and home. Now this idiom's been around for probably a couple thousand years. Uh, William Shakespeare used it in his play, Henry IV. I believe it was, I don't know, it was around 1600, right? About 1597, I think it, it actually was performed. And in, I don't know, probably the second scene or something, or the, the part two scene, one act two, I don't remember how they divided it up. But anyway, there's a, a landlady, and they call her mistress, and she's complaining about uh, her lodger, Sir John Falstaff. And she calls the police, and she wants the police to haul them away, or haul him away, because she says he's eating her out of house and home, and that he has put all of her substance and all of her everything she owns into that big fat belly of his. So it's pretty comical. William Shakespeare tended to write some very interesting comical uh, things at, in his time. And it reminds us that sometimes people that were in charge of her, that we're taking care of her, that we're uh, responsible for, can actually waste and squander our resources for whatever their reasons, for whatever reasons they might have. Now, the first time I actually really remember hearing and consciously paying attention to this particular idiom was <clears throat> in college. My, my sister, who's a year younger than I, than me and I, went to the same college for a couple of years. We went to Marquette University in Milwaukee. And we made friends there, of course. We lived in the same dorms. We ended up meeting a lot of the same people and having similar friends. So over, I believe it was Thanksgiving holiday, <clears throat> We invited some of our friends to come home with us because they lived far away, East Coast and West Coast, and they weren't going to go home. So instead of, you know, being stuck at school, we brought a handful of them home with us. Now, they were guys, right? I grew up in a family of all girls, pretty pretty small girls. I mean, I'm, I'm five, one and a half, and I am the second tallest of my sisters. So small family. <clears throat> so my mom had never experienced anything like five teenage boys coming home and eating with us and staying with us. So I remember the first morning, the first breakfast my mom made, she's she's cooking up a storm because she liked to make us breakfast and stuff when we came home. And she made three dozen eggs. She made like, I don't know how many plates of pancakes, giant stacks of hotcakes and pancakes, bacon and sausage, pounds and pounds of bacon and sausage. Because the guys were used to eating in the dorm and we had meal plans where you could eat whatever you wanted when you were in the dorm, so it was like short order cook. And she's like, you boys are gonna eat me out of house and home. And so that was the first time I remember being exposed to that idiom and hearing it and thinking it was a good thing because we were all having a really good time. And of course, they weren't gonna eat us out of house and home. My mom and dad uh, could afford to feed some teenage boys for the weekend. Uh, but over the years, I've had other experiences with this particular idiom. Uh, my sister uh, raised a hockey player and he was on the Wisconsin State Championship team. Well, they went to state all three years and they won his junior and senior year in high school. They were the, the Wisconsin State champs. And they would, he'd go to practice and they'd burn out like and sometimes twice a day. They would burn about 10,000 calories of practice, which is kind of unfathomable for me, but pretty cool. But he would have to replace those calories. And so she just felt like she was just always trying to find enough to feed him and, and keep his, his calorie intake up so he could build muscle and, and perform well on the hockey team. We see this in our businesses and in our uh, the places we work. As an employee, I saw it. As a uh, business owner, I definitely have seen this, where certain people will consume 
or waste resources, right? They might waste time. They might probably time is the most common wasted resource in, in any occupation, any job, any life. If you, I actually did this exercise once I was working in my business and I was standing there filling in for somebody that hadn't shown up. And I was thinking about how much time I actually waste doing things that aren't what I want to be doing or should be doing. And, and it was, it was a really interesting eye-opening exercise in how much time even I personally waste. It was my business. And I'm like, oh my God, if I waste this much time, I can't pick on other people or, or be mad because I think that they're wasting time. So time is probably, you know, time and then money or office supplies or not getting bids or wasting raw materials or wasting our talent or our energy are just some ways that we eat ourselves and eat our own businesses out of house and home if we're not managing our resources and paying attention to them. Uh, sometimes we make hires and make decisions and choices that cost us money. We make mistakes. That's part of building a business and being human. But we want to learn from those mistakes so we don't continue to repeat them. Uh, I've, I've hired people that weren't a good fit for different organizations, including my own, and ended up having to change those relationships. I've been involved with partners that were you know, massive resource squanderers because they didn't care. It wasn't their money that was being spent. So they didn't have a sense of ownership or pride in um, making sure that time and energy and money was, was well spent to build the business. It was more about building themselves and their egos, not the business. Uh, <clears throat> we, we have to make sure that we're making good investments all the time. It, will we make mistakes? Sure we will. But for the most part, we want to have a process that helps us decide and make decisions. We're talking about that in No Nonsense November today, problem solving and decision making. And that involves, you know, considering resources. Uh, think of, uh, we've all seen ex examples of this. Think of athletic teams that, that spend millions or even hundreds of millions of dollars on an athlete that gets injured, you know, within a year or two and ends up not being able to uh, perform or contribute to the team, but it's, they still get paid. Think of actors and actresses that are hired for a huge fee, yet they're so difficult to work with that you wonder if it's worth it. We, we run into those things on a lesser level in, in our everyday businesses. And we want to make sure that we're not allowing any person, place, or thing to actually dig away at and eat us out of house and home within our organizations. That's how we make sure that we supersize and grow our business. And as soon as we identify that there's a problem, what do we do? We go immediately to finding solutions and solving those problems. And there's, there's, you know, dozens of different ways you can go about doing that. So I would be curious about your experience with this idiom, eat you out of house and home. Have you ever felt like your kids were going to eat you out of house and home? Have you ever dated anybody that could eat a ton? You're like, oh my God, I can't date this person or marry him because if I do, we're, I'm going to starve and they're going to, you know, we're never going to be able to, to afford to feed. <laughs> so I'd be curious about your experience with it. That's it. That's our idiom for today. Go out, have an awesome day. I'll be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it in your business right now? Take care.